Like, I need to know what skills these... And also, like, I, can I see their erect penises first? Like, can I see them naked first? I, I need... There's a lot of information I need before I can... I need okay. an informed decision. Two, one. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Without a Straight Man. I'm Lou. Fuck. And I, you want to restart? We no, can restart. I don't. No, I'm, well, we're going to brave through it. We're going to brave gonna, through it? I love how I fuck up every time. You do. It's my it's, favorite listen, part. It's, it's become our thing. Like It's become our call bit. sign. I think. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Addie. <laughs> I, yeah, and this is, what, this is the opinion without a straight man. Fuck. <laughs> I'm, I need to write it down. It's the pop, man. It's rotted my brain. Well, I don't, well, yeah, maybe a little bit. No, I'm joking. So. Lou. Yeah, so you the d d d d d d. We've had like some updates, we, some yeah. changes, cha cha changes. Things have been have been fucking happening here, man. Yeah. Oh, this is episode nine. Uh, no, ten. This will be episode ten, I believe. Are right? you sure? Because I think it's Maybe episode 11? nine. Hold on. <sighs> you know what? Let's just. I, we released episode eight, so the episode yeah. I release tomorrow will it's be episode nine. nine so and this will be is episode, episode 10. ten. All right, we, we figured it, it out, you guys. <laughs> We've, uh, I just want to say, I'm going to suck our dicks a little bit here. Okay. You're really giving the fellatio. Yeah, man. I feel like we deserve it today. Adrian was giving me fellatio before this. will be this. episode like, 10. This uh, is our first mini baby milestone. This is the tiniest milestone, mind you. But for <laughs> listen, guys, uh, I should just say, we've stated this before, but uh, we had a history of- uh, Fuck it up. <laughs> well, a little bit. Minor, minor. Minor fuck ups. We, we had issues Inconsistencies. With, that's what I would say. Inconsistencies. We had issues with being consistent in the past you yeah. know uh we had a lot of issues going on at the time mind you that made it a lot more difficult but we've been pretty good and consistent in this one and i just want to say good for us clap 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 and good for you guys for continuing to listen uh through uh, this will be the 10th episode so yes Yay. unless something changes fucking and then you know i look like it because i you know what's <laughs> funny is uh we recorded i recorded the uh, the episode i released last week i say at one point this will be the seventh episode yeah you do and at the time i believe it was but i think i don't know i think something got messed up with my numbers because uh didn't i didn't we record two episodes and we didn't release two of them and then like we no record- we didn't release one of them was oh maybe that you know what that's why my numbers got <laughs> fucked up i thought we didn't release two of them but you're right we did we did uh only not release one okay then i'm looking it up right now yes yeah, if we, i can figure we're out double how to, checking our shit i should know this we're very unprofessional i mean that's kind of the charm right here at without a straight one, man two, uh we're not professionals three, four, seven, we have indie eight. charm yeah we've got we've got we don't need to listen. You can go look at them. You're listening to us. Look at the other episodes. Jesus. Hey, you can check us. <laughs> you can check us on. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll just give a little shout out since sure, we brought yeah. it up. Check us out on SoundCloud. You can check us out on Spotify. We are on Amazon Music. Uh, we are also on Stitcher. We're literally like on everything. Except Apple, right? Except Apple. Man, I got to get my card uploaded on that. I need to try to do that tonight before I go into work. Fuck, I keep forgetting because Apple's like, you need a card for some reason. They're weird, man. They I, are. Apple's weird. They want to like steal scam. your. They want to steal your information. Yeah, that's what it feels yeah, like. It legitimately it. feels like. Not really. No, I don't know that. It feels like Bill Apple. <laughs> like Bill Apple's just like. Give me, give oh, me yes. information. No, Tim Apple. Oh, excuse me. Tim Apple. Don't say the wrong Apple. That's right. I was probably thinking of uh, racist. Uh, pedo Gates. You're racist. You said the wrong Apple. Fruitist. What? <laughs> I'm fruitist. fruitist. <laughs> I, I'm willing to accept that. You know, I don't like certain fruits. I don't like papaya. Yeah. But I've never had papaya. Can I be honest? Racist. I just don't. That's racist. Yeah, that is very. No, I, here's the thing. See, it's I probably, fruitist if you've tried the fruit and don't like it, but it's racist if you, if you haven't tried the fruit. You know what? That's fair. I would be, here's <laughs> the thing. I you don't like it. I would be willing to try papaya, but something about papaya sketches me out. That's what I should say. <laughs> 
<laughs> which is probably more racist, really, when you think about it, or more fruitist. <laughs> My guinea pigs used to eat tons of dry papaya, and they just they just love well, it. Well, guess, so, guess what? I might be a furry, but I'm not a guinea pig. But furry. I'm just that's like a hype, you know. Like if they like it, maybe you'll like it. You're not like the same, but like you know, that's fair. they really hyped it up. So you know I'm thinking what? that it's probably pretty good. You know what? I'll, I'll give it, I'll give it a go sometime. I, if I <laughs> if I ever think to actually grab a fucking papaya, because I'm be honest with you, I don't I, even know where do you find yeah, a papaya in no, the I grocery store. I don't think <laughs> I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever seen one we sold at so any stupid. of the stores that we go to. But yeah, like, I'm sure you can get a papaya. Somewhere. I'm not looking for a papaya. Yeah, but I've never seen one. Pre- for all we know, there's a whole fucking aisle dedicated to papaya, and we've just missed it this whole time. Like, I just I have no idea, but like if you guys know where papaya is, I wish this wasn't at the front because this is a perfect clip. I was just like talking about papaya, but you can't do that. Well, hey, we're just giving you guys a taste of how great this episode's gonna, gonna be. This early, papayas. it's gonna you know everything's gonna taste. You know like what, papaya. Adrian? At your new job, maybe doing overnights, you can check in your store if you all got papayas. Well, bam, segued so you good, segued so hard. I uh, you know, so I'm gonna be honest with you. So okay. Like I'll just j- dive into it here. I I work overnight currently at this uh, big box store. It's gonna call BB. So I work. Uh, Cause I think that's what we called it last week. Sure. Right? I think you've let it slip a couple times, but you can keep calling it BB. I mean, I'll just call it BB. Yeah, just call BB. Uh, just to say, just to be safe. So I work at BB. I work overnights, and uh, they're one of the major big box retailers. Yeah. And their fruit section lately. I know. <laughs> I know it has to do with like. Everything going on, you know, the shortages and everything. But, yeah. like, um, it's pretty pathetic. <laughs> like, they have no grapes right now. Like, none. Nice. Period. Yeah, I got some finally at one of the grocery stores up the street. I'm glad the grocery stores around here got them. Yeah. This uh, this store is in another area, mind you, but, like, just nothing. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, it's not, like, you know, absolutely nothing. We got, like, bananas and, like, like some strawberries, I think. And, like, that's probably about it. Yep. And some a-, a bunch of apples. Excuse me. We got tons of apple shit. But uh, beyond that, like, nothing. It's it's very, it's very sparse. Nice. So, uh, yeah, man, let me tell you a little bit, I guess. I guess yeah, just... how's how's that been going? How you liking it? How you disliking it? So what I are you like, feeling about it? I like not dealing with customers. Not going to lie. Being able, because right now I'm currently just stocking shit. Like, I'm a part of a remodel team. I'll be doing, like, you know, you know what I'll be doing because yeah. you've worked it before. I, yes, I have done it. I'll eventually be doing that at the, like, mid, mid-February, it sounds like. Yeah. But currently I'm just, I'm literally just helping the store with, like, freight. Like loading the shelves and everything, and it's pretty chill. I just go in at like 10 p.m. We fucking have this meeting. You know what? It's you know it's good to be straight up revealed what it is. You know, fuck it. I work for Walmart. And let me tell you why. Because <laughs> I'm gonna tell this story, and everyone's gonna know who the company is. That's fair. So we do a chant. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, Target don't got no chant. Yeah, Target ain't got no chant. Uh, so I I work for a Walmart. Let me just yeah. say that. And, and there's uh, like a billion. Of, I think where we live, there are three within a 15 minute yeah. driving distance there's so many so. walmarts and let me be, be honest with you communication across the company is oh, not terrible. great it's not great no so here's what i'll say just in case somehow they do find this out uh, i get paid very well surprisingly yeah which admittedly makes it a lot easier to do <laughs> Fair. it's it's a lot easier when you get paid a living fucking wage yeah. to do your job not gonna lie but i go in at 10 we all group up right at the front of the store yeah and everyone just starts doing this fucking chant. No one teaches you the chant, by no, the way. No, you do not get taught the chant. It's like Fight Club. Yeah. You just have to like pay attention and learn it. Yeah. And, and most of the people don't do it. We just we clap along and just don't say anything. Yeah. Because I sure as fuck don't because I don't even know the words. 
Like I know, I know they're spelling something that has to do with Walmart. They're spelling Walmart. Is that it? Because yeah. it's dude. There's. I feel like there's more letters they're adding than fucking just Walmart. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google it. Because like they'll be like W A L M A R T Q Z X Y, and I'm like, what the fuck? Walmart does not. Have, and then they're like, who's Walmart? Our Walmart. And I'm like, well, technically this isn't my Walmart. And then they fucking. And then it's uh, who's the most important? The customers are the most important. <laughs> And yeah, it's like we got to end with that. It's like gross. I don't know. Not a fan of the chant. It feels very weird. Like I get the idea of getting everyone hyped up. I'm totally cool with the idea of getting your your team hyped up and shit. Like I'm fine with that. But the chant seems a little weird for me personally. (laughs) Oh shit. What is it? I I forgot. It's um, give me a W. Give me an A. Give me an L. (laughs) Give me a squiggly. Yes. And you have to shake your butt. You have to shake your butt. And it says in parentheses here, everybody does a jiggle to represent the hyphen. Give me an M-A-R-T. What's that spell? Walmart. What's that spell? Walmart. Whose Walmart is it? It's my Walmart. Who's number one? The customer. Always. Yep. That's the chant. <laughs> Cringe. It, it's it, it, how humiliating. It's very humiliating. That I, is it's, humiliating. I won't say I won't I won't say the words and I will not do the fucking squiggle. I'll clap, but I'm not I am not shaking my ass. I'm sorry. You, like, they pay me decently. Like, I'm not going to lie. They do pay me well. Yeah. For the job I am doing, compared to the jobs I have been doing, yeah. it is not Very mentally well. It's not mentally taxing at all. Yeah. It can be annoying at times, because I unload pallets, and admittedly, the fucking pallets are basically stocked by, like, I don't know, man, just poorly. Like, children basically yeah. stock these pallets. They're not stacked properly. I used to work at, uh, and I'll just say the name of this company, too, because it's also very big, uh, Goodwill. Yeah. I used to work for Goodwill as a dock person, and I used to have to put together pallets, and, you know, like, you got to put the fucking... Uh, wrap around Yeah, it. they wrap around <laughs> and hold it together. So you learn really quickly what pallets work and which ones will fall the fuck apart. Yeah. And you do your best to not have ones fall apart because it's really <laughs> frustrating to have to clean up a pallet. There is nothing worse than going to pull a pallet of stock to the floor. And then having everything just literally crumble and you wanting to just scream and then someone coming up and just being like, now don't get mad. You got to deal with this shit. And it's just like, bitch, you need to back the fuck up. You don't pay me enough to not get mad. So I, uh, you know, for spoiler alert, guys, I'm in puberty number two right now. Puberty two. And this is estrogen puberty. So so any of my, any of my estrogen bitches listening, uh, who's gone through estrogen puberty, you fucking know. Yeah. Like you, Lou, you know. I remember estrogen puberty. You've been very great during this uh, second puberty because, like, you'll just be like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." Like that's that's what I'll that commiserate is. with you on. Yeah, that yeah, you you know, because I'll just bring something up and you'll be like, "Oh yeah," and you'll just tell me like a story and it makes me feel better. Because, like, testosterone puberty is very different. Like, I remember my voice got deeper, which was embarrassing it for, like, a minute. Yeah. And then I just remember getting a lot of boners, which, to be fair, getting those now, and I'm 30, so here we go. Yep. Uh, That's fun. And I wear skinny jeans now, so I'm like, motherfucker. Boners, Uh, boners everywhere. Boners, boners everywhere. So, just, uh, boners. But... (laughs) Estrogen puberty makes it very hard to control your emotions. Yeah. It's very difficult to yeah, control Yeah, it's definitely things. not a good time. No, not the best. 
Uh, so like, and, and there's nothing worse than when like you get upset and you're holding it in as best as you can. And someone goes, you're not holding it in good enough. You just want to fucking snap their neck. Yeah. Gotten a bit of that. Also had someone threaten to fight me. I won't go into that too far. <laughs> cause like, I don't want to like, I don't want to call anyone out, you know, cause I uh, tell, uh, tell everybody what the reaction was from coworkers and, uh, and management <laughs> when you said something. So like this person threatens, threatens to fight me and shit. And I, you know. I just kind of laugh at a certain point because yeah, it's pretty course. funny. They're younger. They're like yeah. t- they got to be like ten years younger than me, I'm sure. And uh, so I go up to the, you know, the manager and I'm like, "Hey, man, can't really work with this person. You put me to work with him because they're like threatening to fight me and shit. Like, you cool if I work somewhere else?" Yeah. And he goes, "Oh God, not again. Seriously. Like he didn't say not again, but he had this look, this look in his eyes. Very tired. He look. just looks so tired, and he's and he puts his hand on his fucking face and he goes, "I'm so sorry about that. I just, yeah, man, you can just work with me and pull. Can you help me pull stock off the floor?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man, totally." super chill but he just like had this look of god damn it again and i've been a manager so like yeah. i know this look and then i come through to go pick up some stock so i get my pallet jack and i'm going back and the co-worker you know i had some co-workers who had who'd kind of seen the whole kerfuffle and uh they were like hey adrian what the fuck happened and i you know and i told them and like one of them laughs and the <laughs> other one just shakes her head and goes oh yeah don't pay her no fucking mind like you know just don't pay her no mind she do that sometimes like she gets she gets upset sometimes and i and i was like oh yeah man i'm not i'm not tripping off of it <laughs> i do want to say uh the last like day or two that i worked with uh that person they just they would not make eye contact with me which is pretty funny and once again i just want to say uh, in case anyone's curious about like what the actual confrontation was i'll give you like a brief rundown they tried to give me unsolicited advice yeah and i very pretty calmly just said hey i don't need your lecture right now i said it nicer than that but i can't yeah. think of what i actually said but it's like Hey, you know, I appreciate it, but like, you know, I'm I'm cool. Like, it's not this, so I don't need this particular lecture. That was basically what I said. I don't need this particular yeah. lecture because I know what you're saying, and that's not this situation. And then they started screaming at me and like getting in my face and threatening to fight me. So I'm just like, I guess I offended them somehow. Yeah. I I have no idea. I'm really bad at social interaction, so like I'll do that sometimes and not even know what I said. Yeah. Because I'm like calm the whole time, and then I'm like, what did I do to piss this person off? Or sometimes I'll just make the wrong facial like expression. I think I get that a lot. I get like you're making an asshole face, and I'm like, am I, man? I'm just pretty sure I'm on the spectrum, and like this is just how I. This is just my face. Yeah, like I don't make eye contact with people, and people get really offended by that. I've noticed too. Yeah. Like, I got told directly by someone I was working with that I got to get over the not making eye contact thing. And I told them, like, yeah, that's not going to happen while not looking them in the eye because I can't look them in the eye. It's just like, yeah, not going to happen. Sorry. I'm just this is me now. I was able to mask it for a long time. But, man, I can't do that shit now. Yeah. It's, it just it's over. I lost it. The mask. I know is gone. a lot of people who have mental illness are gonna have a harder time masking now because so many people haven't had to for a couple yeah. of years. So it's just it's gonna get harder. Things I, are going to get harder. Yeah, because I uh, let me see. I lost my job in the end of 2019, right? Like yeah, October. Yes. Uh, so I lost my job like October of 2019, and then I was unemployed up until like March of 2020. Yep. Which then the pandemic happened. I lost my job immediately by the end of that month. Yep. And I just I didn't socially interact besides you. Yeah. Like for a no, year. almost no one. Yeah, for the whole time. So it is weird to like be working with people again. I do like that I don't have to often work with people. Usually I'll just get told to work an aisle or told to work a section. So I just pull out these pallets and do that. And everyone keeps telling me I'm doing a great job. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I am. (laughs) So can we talk about the low expectations of overnight teams? 
for a second? It's also just Walmart. Is that just how it is? Because, like, I appreciate, I want to say this. I appreciate the praise. I really fucking do. Like, I really like that people have made a point to come up to me and tell me I'm doing a good job. Because I know, like, my last couple jobs, never. The job that I worked back in 2019, like, they would come up and praise me. But I worked a really high-stress job for them, so they kind of had to. Like, it felt more of an obligation than, like, an actual, like, you're doing a good job. I was doing a good job, but you know what I mean. Yes. And then the last job, as you know, uh, they were cunts. Yes. And, and they would never give praise, only criticism. Yep. You never did enough. If you took 2,000 fucking calls, they would ask you why you didn't take 24,000 calls. Like, they were just, <laughs> they were genuinely like that. Like, I would beat people uh, number-wise every month, and I would still get told I wasn't doing my job right every month. So is this like going from that to this? Well, even the job before I delivered pizzas and I was constantly being praised and I'm like, I'm not doing that good of a job. Yeah. It's like, what are you guys talking about, man? I'm slow sometimes and I'm fucking like, I'm only taking one or two deliveries at a time sometimes. And they're like, no, you're doing great. And then here is kind of the same way. I go into this job and uh, literally live Friday night, the store manager was like praising me to the assistant about how she wishes she could keep me and shit. Like just going on and on. And I'm just like, is it really this that rough in this company? Yeah. Like, the people that they hire, I'm telling you. Like, I worked there. Yeah. The, it's, it is that company specifically. Just yeah. Just, like, the lowest expectations. It's fucking wild. Well, yeah, when I worked at my home store, even, it was kind of like that. It was just yeah. fucking crazy. But, yeah, no, yeah, so I uh, threatened to get a fight. It was, like, the first week of me working this new particular job. Like, this portion of it, I yeah, should say, the course. overnight portion. I've noticed, too, that Walmart is, like, its own world. Yes, 100%. They're so fucking huge, guys, that when you're working in them, you cannot tell what time of day it no. is. There's no clocks anywhere. Nope. There's literally nothing ever Besides telling you Besides your, uh, your time clock. Yeah. And you can they pretty much are chill with you checking your phone for the most part because you use it as a scanner. So, like, as, as long as you low-key use your phone, they won't say anything. Nice. I've noticed that. Everyone's pretty chill because, well, your phone's your scanner. So, like. Interesting. Yeah. Now there's an app you download and you use it as a scanner. It's pretty cool. Not going to lie. It is. Super fucking helpful. It's way nicer than having to get a fucking scanner because those are super limited and shit. And they yes. don't like giving those out as much. Yep. Whereas using your phone, super easy. And then, like. I can listen to YouTube videos. No one has said anything to me. Nice. It's really funny because one of the older PTA members came up to me and was like, you just wear your headphones out loud like that. Why? And I was like, well, because no one said anything to me. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know if you're allowed to do that. And I said, well, are you? Or have they said you're explicitly not? And she goes, well, no. And I was like, well, then I'm going to continue doing it until they tell me I'm not allowed to do it. Yeah. <laughs> until I get told not to because I'm new. I haven't been trained. I do want to say Walmart's really bad at training their people. Walmart, if you're listening, train your people better. Yeah. Like, just a little. Just a little bit. Like, even just, like, for, like, a week. Yeah. I think that would be great. The job is easy enough that people could probably pick it up, but, like, guys. I did training modules on yeah. a computer for, like, a couple days. I figured I would do that. I'm surprised you haven't yet. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I got just thrown into my home store. It's crazy. And I think they were supposed to do all that shit, but they didn't because no one prepared them. To be fair, I'm, g- I'm going to take some blame off my home store. I work for home office, technically. Yes. And, you know, once again, they pay me really well. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to do my best to say I'm not completely shitting on them, yeah. but also I have criticisms. Of course, uh, I don't want to be mean. They're fine, but they're they can make some improvements to make things a little easier. Yeah, there's just not a good amount of communication. Because otherwise, everything else is fine. It is like the job itself's fine. It has been okay. fine. No yeah. problems. No Getting compensated decently. Um, yeah, and they pay me gas too for traveling because I'm part of the traveling team. Yeah, which is really nice. Uh, you saw my paycheck; it's pretty good. It's fantastic. Um, but uh, this could be just a little simpler. a little bit simpler, man. Yeah, because I showed up like the first day, and they were like, "Oh, we don't know who, who you are." are you? Yeah, <laughs> so like I couldn't even work my first two days. I was supposed to. 
too. I had to, and, and apparently everyone who got hired with me, like none of them ended up working. I just made a big enough stink where they were like, hey, get them some fucking hours because yeah. I just would not leave home office alone. Yep. I continued to send them emails and be like, hey, 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 I need money because I told my pizza delivering driver job I was done. Yep. So like we need to get this figured out if now. If I would have known this would have been an issue, I would have kept that job. Yeah, you know? seriously. And I didn't want to text those guys back and be like, hey, I can work another week because that's embarrassing. So like, yeah. you know. I wanted to make sure I could start working. But, yeah, it's just weird, man. It's really uh, – the stories are so big. You lose track of time. No one really knows what they're doing. But, like, some people do. And the ones that do have been there forever because they've just had to learn it. But the problem is, is, like, Walmart also changes shit randomly. So these yes. people don't always know what they're fucking talking about. Correct. So, like, sometimes you'll get an older person who is so confident they know what they're talking about. And then you talk to a manager and they're like, oh, no, we changed that five fucking years ago. Yep. It's just like, God damn it. They do not disseminate information very well. No. No one gets updates. No one gets There memos. are never any meetings. No. The only meeting you get is, like, on overnight, you get a little meeting. I'm sure the morning shift probably gets this meeting, too, where you all your team. Just those remodel teams. Really? Yeah, like, if you work another position in the store, if your department doesn't do meetings, you don't have any. That's fucking wild, dude. It's basically, like, because I worked in apparel, and, like, the managers would be told something by their managers, and then as they saw you, if they remembered, they would tell you. Most of the time, it was just a game of telephone. That's basically how it's been since I've been there. It's fucking ridiculous. Then you're getting the authentic Walmart experience. It's been very authentic thus far. I liked working on the on the remodel team because we did have those meetings. Because yeah. I worked day shift. It was in the morning before we started, and then when we got back from lunch. I do like that we all go to break together. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all go on lunches and everything together. And they tell you where you're going to be at the beginning of the night, which is nice. Yeah. I really like when they just, they're like, hey, you're going to this department. You're working with this manager tonight. And it's just like, fuck yeah man please tell me what i'm doing so i don't have to fucking think about it because like really after those last few jobs i do not want another mentally taxing job i, I got so much stuff on i my understand plate. i i have a mentally taxing job yeah. so i understand well let me tell you if you ever if you ever do shift away from it i know that'd be hard but i will say it does leave you way more open to do things because that's why i'm able to do the book the podcast yep. and the D stuff right now because i do not think i could do that with a different job yep like if i was still working for who i was working for before i do not think this would be physically possible right now but uh kind of just makes it all doable man no i understand yeah just it just takes a lot of space and i just think my brain is just suited for this kind of stuff even though i will have to think ahead eventually because eventually it will not be so yes. you know eventually i will have to make other decisions but it's a good for now job no i understand I also got to say, last little thing, I, I, I don't have any, like, beyond the fight stuff, I guess I don't have too many crazy stories on overnight. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. It's, you know, this is an ongoing thing. I'm just setting you guys up for future tales. Yeah. It's really weird to drive around the parking lot of a Walmart late at night. Because <laughs> what I'll do on my lunch, because my lunch is an hour, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. I'll just go out to my car usually, and I'll warm my car up by driving around the parking lot nice. a little bit. Because, you know, it's been fucking cold lately. Yeah, very cold. Like seven fucking degrees, right? dude. It's ridiculous, man. I'm, I'm surprised my car even fucking starts right now, honestly. I'm always impressed when my car fucking starts yeah. every time. I'm just waiting for the day that will not turn over. It's just wild to me, man. It's just the whole thing is really fucking, like, eerie. Yeah. But kind of cool at the same time. I feel like I'm, like, doing something, like like, bad, but I'm not. I know it's so nerdy to say, like, oh, I'm being, being, literally just being at a Walmart parking lot at night, I feel bad. So they unlock the doors for you to leave? Oh, yeah. Uh, we just, okay. we literally can just, like, prime open and then we just close them as we go. Sometimes we leave the automated doors open. 
Yeah, interesting. We're, yeah, because the, the lot is so isolated from everything else. Oh, fair. You have to turn into it. And, like, we, uh, I want to say that there is, like, a security guy that will come around occasionally. Okay. I don't I don't know that for sure, but we have, like, spots for, like, security and law enforcement shit. And I feel like I've seen people huh. in those spots occasionally, so... Interesting. Yeah, so I'm sorry, the area that I'm in is not too bad, it looks oh, like. Cool. It's like one of the nicer parts of that area. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So speaking of people's jobs. Yes. Ryan, at his job, they are remodeling the building that he's in. Yeah. And so he's been helping like clear out part of the old building so they can remodel the inside of it. They're like, he works in a photo lab, and so he's moving to the media center where he's going to be doing that job. And in that, they are getting rid of Legendary Room 123 one, at my three. college. And it, it's, for me, it's an important room. Oh, it sounds like it's legendary. It's important for me because that's where I saw Pete for the first time. <sighs> ah, Pete. Fucking Pete. Fucking Pete. Pete, just for a rundown, Pete is the second most gorgeous man I've ever laid my, lo- my eyes on. He, uh, let's see, how do I... Pete is about 90 pounds soaking wet. He looks like a human lollipop, all right? He's got, like, a tuft of, like, brown hair on top of his head, and he has these really thick bifocal glasses and a lisp, and he's a giant asshole, and he's proficient in, like, film knowledge, and I just want to, I just, I want to ride that dick <laughs> into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Is that a weird like he thing was to built, say? He was built in a lab specifically for you. Sometimes it feels like him and Milo were specifically built in a lab to torture me. Is, is Milo number one? Is Milo, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Especially 90s Milo. <sighs> 90s Milo. 90s Milo. 90s Milo uh, and uh, 2021 mm. Greg. <laughs> Listen, I love Greg Graffin. You guys He's can't great. see this, but I'm pointing to a, uh, like a, a, picture, a photo, like yeah. a background image on my laptop. <laughs> we just have like a photo of Greg Graffin. Oh, yeah, always. Always got to have a photo of It sounds of like we Graffin. have, like, a frame, because it's a laptop, but, like, the way that we word it, it was like we just have, like, a frame photo of Greg Graffin I mean, on the table. I do have a frame photo of Henry Rollins upstairs, so, I mean, you know, yeah. sometimes you need something to pray to when you don't believe in God. Yeah. So, Greg Graffin, I love him. He's lyrically attractive, but, like, here, in this picture, he's not nearly as attractive as he is in 2021. That's fair. I would still sit on his face. Oh, totally. It's like, a look, nice look, look, face. Like if you, if you do that, like he's the most sexiest man. Look I mean, I'm eyes. even, I'm even I'm good. I'm even I'm good with that. I'm even good with that. Fucking, I know. I'm joking. I know. But uh, his eyes. To me, it's the eyes. It is. The it's eyes. always the eyes. I love watching him sing. Since we watched those those videos, just like he's like, I'm gonna look so intensely. I am concentrating. I am firing on all cylinders. As he's making a tons of like funny hand motions and yes. shit. I love him. He's such a dork. He's the greatest <sighs> dork ever. But Nothing he, is more attractive than dorkiness. He is. And he's just he's so confident in his dorkiness and his knowledge that like you just you want to suck his dick. I just what I love about I like how we just took a segue and we're like, hey, sexy dorky men. Well what delicious. I think is funny about this whole thing is if either of them ever listened to this, they would be really confused. I feel like they'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's just like because I can't imagine they get that a lot being who they are, right? Like I can't imagine I, I think I think you're wrong. I hope I mean listen, that I would one hope chick like had like Milo's like face tattooed above her pussy and she wanted him to fuck him like okay, the, this is the punk scene, man. Like okay. people are fucking weird and depraved. That, like, that is fair. Me talking about riding dicks into the sunset's very tame. Like that, Mike Mike Burkett wouldn't even wake up to listen to this podcast. <laughs> you know what? 
that's probably fair. But Greg Graffin, though. Now, if they were to read the things that I wrote, then that might be a different conversation. But, but Greg Graffin, though. Do you think anyone's putting... Like, be honest with me. Do you think anyone... <laughs> Depraved or not, because Milo was fucking, let's be honest, very attractive, and he was singing about sex and shit. Milo is fetish bait. Fight me. (laughs) Agreed. But Greg Graffin here. Yeah. No one is putting a tattoo. Like, I would. Like, I'd put a tattoo of Greg Graffin's face above my pussy, but like... (laughs) Like, no one else is doing that, because he just looks like some fucking guy. I hope one day I'm brave enough to get Greg (laughs) Graffin's face tattooed above my pussy. I hope that I am brave enough to do that one day. <laughs> That's my life goal to not give a fuck so much that I, that I tattoo his face above my You meet, you meet Greg Graffin. Hello, you know, Mr. Hello, Dr. Graffin. I just want to say that I have your face tattooed above my pussy. So I, <laughs> so I just want to say right now, okay? Yes. If, like, if I tattoo see that's not even what I'm thinking. I'm not even thinking about like I asked Greg Graffin to eat my pussy because that's that's never gonna happen. Yeah. So <laughs> I think of every person who does decide to eat my pussy, they're basically making eye contact with Greg Graffin for the rest of forever. As they should. Like, like what I love about that though is that every time I have a new sexual partner, they'll be like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, I'm so glad you asked. Yeah, you get to have like a whole fucking. It's like, like thing having playing. Jesus tattooed above your pussy. Yeah. Like you want them to. Ask. I want everybody to get saved by my pussy, and how we do that is we get Greg Graffin tattooed it's, above. It's it. like why I have "Ask Me About Bad Religion" tattooed on my above my asshole. You know, oh, yeah, that's better. Ask you about bad religion? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm so good. <laughs> I pull out fucking pull out a fucking uh I don't know what are the, what what the, like a fucking a thing. Damn it. So a poster. So here's something. So I've been wanting to get like a back tat. Yeah. And I want to put like some kind of bad religion and then like, you know, my album colon song thing that I have that I do in my brain. Yeah. But I should get a tramp stamp that says, ask me about Greg Graff. Because <laughs> that's always I love because that's how I always angle it as I'm as I'm like, uh, I'll be like. Oh, Greg Graffin, he's just one of the smartest men I've ever met. And they're like, who's Greg Graffin? I'm like, I'm so glad you asked. Greg Graffin has a bachelor's degree in anthropology. He has a master's degree in geology. And he has a PhD in zoology. And he teaches evolutionary biology at Cornell University. He also just so happens to be the lead singer and head lyricist of the punk rock band Bad Religion. And he is a fucking genius. Yeah. Would you like to hear the word of Greg Graffin? And, and he, uh, he's <laughs> like also... They, the punk community's got to get me to sign up. I can be your politician, he, your spokesperson. I'm wears, ready to spout the rhetoric. He just he wears so many hats because he also, like, he, he has a solo career where he sings country music. <laughs> yes, and it's pretty fucking good. It's good. It's pretty it's, fucking good. I'll be honest with you guys. It's the only country music that I will ever listen to. Tom Hiddleston covering Hank Williams. Okay, songs. well, that's you know yeah, that's yeah, a, that's a go. special exception to the rule. <laughs> uh, and Greg Graffin, on top of that, he uh, he loves he's a tractor enthusiast. He is a tractor enthusiast. He like owns his own land and yes. shit, and, and I, he, he clears out the honeysuckle. He clears out the honeysuckle. Does he farm? Is that what he does? No, he, just land. He he li- he, he, he like land. He's he wants such land. a weird man. He this, he owns like some land in upstate New and York, and he just takes care of it. Yeah. So he doesn't do anything on it. He just not that I'm aware of. Like land. maybe he does, but not that I'm aware of. No. That's really funny to me that he has a tractor. Like that's just that's just information that was in his book Population Wars. Which yeah, you should, you I can, need. You can listen to on Audible or pick could, up at any uh, retailer book retailer. If I could ever fucking ask him a question, I'd just be like, do you do you like farm on your land, man, or do you just like? <laughs> 
nope, just like land. He says the same thing you say <laughs> in the same way. I would lose my shit. Like, I just, I would start laughing. Like, I wouldn't even know how to respond. Did we to talk that. about, like, because on Christmas we were working on that puzzle? Um, and <laughs> watching him like unfold the pictures, like we're looking at porn, but it's like a fucking <sighs> look at the ge- the genealogy of these plants. Greg Graffman fold out was it was Natural Curiosities, I think was the name yeah, of the book. Yeah, it was. A, and I'm just etymology like etymology or whatever. Like I want him to read this book while I fuck him, and he shows me the pictures yeah. and makes that face. Like that's what I want. Like, Greg, like that's ultimate fantasy to me. Like Greg Graffin is the most, uh, just to me, the most attractive man alive. Like George Clooney, move over. Like you have nothing on. To Greg me, Graffin. he is the third most attractive man alive. Yeah. Nobody's gonna beat Milo. Like I said, Milo Aukerman is see, fe- fetish see, bait. To me, so. <laughs> to me, to, like, he's crossing multiple pathways. So current, current Milo for me, I don't know, man. Current Milo, I understand. Like he's. I'm still gonna go for it. It's fair. No, like I'm still listen. If I have the opportunity, I'm also still going to Oh go for yeah, it. Like, opportunity not because I must answer the door. If Greg Graffin and Milo are both like come into this uh, other oh, okay. room and <laughs> fuck me. Okay, hold on. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so okay, so Greg Graffin and Milo Aukerman are going into the room. Two different rooms. Oh, it's two different rooms. Yeah, they can't. They, they, unfortunately, they they're just like we're not gonna fuck you at the same time damn it yet. okay because that was gonna be my that was gonna be my out yeah if you could do that like i this 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 maybe later in the future they might be willing to do it but they're like not we're not prepared for it this time okay milo's like i'm not mentally prepared to see how big greg's dick <laughs> is so not yet maybe later and greg's like okay <laughs> yeah and greg's looking at bugs like you know <sighs> okay so i gotta pick you gotta pick i gotta pick there's a third option where you can also just go hang out with uh mike He's just laughing in the corner. He's not going to okay, fuck you, okay. but he's hanging out. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, hold on, okay. Can I only pick one? Like, can I only pick one? Can, can Do I only get one shot? Like, can I just, like, like, can I just pick one of them to get sloppy seconds? Like, is that, like, an option? Or, like, can I pick one? It's just one shot. As far is as... Is it, like, one piece? Is it one shot? <laughs> as far as you know at this time, it is going to be one it's shot. One, oh, okay, okay. You don't know... Who's to say? Because the future is, you know, it's always going. But, like, as of <laughs> this moment... The future is always going. With the knowledge you currently have, this may be your only shot. Oh, my God. It's like Milo's like, I got to go do science after this. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go back to my wine cellar and do science. And Greg's like, I gotta go have a successful music career. I'm joking. They both have ses- successful music careers. The better dig is that <laughs> Greg says, "Okay, Milo, you you go attempt to do that. I'm gonna go enjoy my actual successful <laughs> career." <laughs> Did you know that I have a plant named after me, Milo? Do you have a plant named after That's you, or is a bird? It's yeah. a it's a bird it's or a, a bird. plant I, or something. I want to say it's a bird. It's something. Something's named after him. Oh man, okay, this is really difficult. Okay, okay, so I have further questions. Yes. All right, what can they do? What's their skill set? What am I looking at? You know what I mean? Like, like I need to know what skills these. And also, like, I can I see their erect penises first? Like, can I see them naked first? I I need. There's a lot of information I need before I. Can, I need okay. an informed decision. I'm gonna, I need to make an informed. We're gonna decision. give you some information here. Okay. Greg, let All me right. see here. <laughs> You're just like I'm just starting making shit up. You can definitely tell that Greg has the bigger dicks. So okay. You can't see their their penises because they're not going to get naked in the call the hall here. <laughs> uh, but what you can see is that they're both erect under the clothes. <laughs> okay. All and right. And it's it's obvious that Greg has the bigger, a bigger penis. The okay. bigger penis. Fair. Milo though, like he is wearing like a collar. <laughs> like Milo, Milo's probably going to be a little freakier, but Greg okay. Greg can eat pussy better. 
Oh, my God. I know. I'm making it hard, right? I'm making it more difficult. These are very evenly matched situations. Yeah. I can't I can't give one over the other. I think they both have It also merits. depends on what kind of experience I'm looking yeah, to like have. Yeah, what are you in the mood for that, that moment, you say? Yeah, that's Cause, tough. Because as far as you're concerned, you, you showed up at a dual concert, <laughs> Descendants and Bad Religion. You just listened to both of them. And somehow this scenario comes up. I got you a VIP pass somehow. <laughs> that w- I want to know how much you paid for it. <laughs> Immediately, that's my I, first you know, question. Sometimes, sometimes you do like, a favor. Like you just you you hastily cover up your where they took your kidney out. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that. Listen, I have another one. Let's see. <sighs> they just needed my gallbladder and my kidney. It's fine. This is like 2022. It's happening this summer. Yeah. I gotta make a shot. I gotta make a shot. I gotta make it. I gotta make a choice. And you know what? I'm even gonna I'm gonna throw th- something in your favor. You don't have to worry about COVID in this scenario. Let's take COVID out. I'm not yet. thinking about COVID. I'm okay. good. Listen, listen, listen. You're like, if fuck COVID it. is a oh shit. <laughs> if COVID is I just like screamed into the microphone. Uh, if COVID is a risk, me getting COVID from Greg Graffin or Milo Walkerman, I don't I, that's a fucking feature, not a bug. So <laughs> well it's a bug, but you know. You you're just like you're like, I'm willing to take the shot on that one. You're like I'm I'm, li- I'm literally to take the literal shot. I'm literally all three shots. The jab. The COVID shot from them giving it to me and the fucking the shot. So, shots around. Shots. 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 Okay. I still have to make a choice. I think I still I'm I'm going to go Milo. I'm sorry. That's fair. I got to do it. That's fine. I got to do it. I'll finish my I'll finish my hot dog. I got to know. I'm too I'm too curious. You going to you need to know. I'm too Greg I think would be See for me. Greg is the solid choice. Like, that's almost a guaranteed good fuck. But Milo is a high-risk, high-reward option. That's fair. And so <laughs> I'm going like, to go with that. Milo might make let you parade him around on a collar or some shit. Like, you never know where that's going to go. <laughs> like, you have a... Sh- you have a Milo, it could be the most boring sex in the world or it could be the most freaky sex exactly. in the world. You're not 100%. But I got to find out. Yeah. My curiosity is more peaked for sex with Milo Aukerman that's versus... Fair. Sex with Greg. I, you know, I understand that. I yeah. think that's a fair. Now, you did mention Mike Burkett. And then if we're making there's three doors, there is no choice. Mike Burkett. And that's not even, that has nothing to do. He's still, he's like further down yeah. on my attractiveness scale. But I know I'm guaranteed to have the best sex I will ever have. That's fair. Guaranteed. That's not a question in my mind. Therefore, that is. And if not, you'll have a fun time. Exactly. Like the thing to me is like, if, if I don't fuck any of these men, yeah. it's just me hanging out. Potentially asexual me, possibly hanging out with these people. Fucking who knows? Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in puberty, guys. Don't know where I am right now. I don't want to fuck anyone, but like, who knows what that shit? I'm just going to throw it out there in fair. case you're curious. No, that's fair. Because I don't want to say I'm asexual and then be wrong. And then I have to do come out for like an eighth time. Oh my fucking God. I've come out so many times that like, I hope all the queer people are just laughing right now when yeah. I'm saying this because this is legit. Sometimes you go down the line and you find out you're actually something that a little bit different. Well, you know, you know, you think there's one thing yeah. and then you find out there's even more nuance than you'd ever knew. Yeah. Sometimes you think you're buying a chocolate bar and then in- instead you get like a whole box of fucking variety chocolates yes. and you don't even know where to begin. Yes. It's just, yeah, it's a little, you know, it's a little overwhelming at times. I can uh, understand that. Go. So anyway, so this, so because Pete, Pete, that's, yeah, that's where we got distracted. Pete. So let's okay, okay. Set so us Pete, up. Set us back. He up. was a teacher that I had in film school, and in this class, it's like it's like a tiered class with a bunch of like uh, chairs and desks, and yeah. it has a big movie projector screen that you can move up or down, and then it has uh, whiteboards behind it to do yeah. the lectures. So in this classroom, there is a huge set of double doors, maybe about as big as our like. 
this like the chairs like a huge thing of double doors okay mm-hmm. and it's a huge closet never seen the inside of it no one's ever opened it and i'd always just i was like i wonder what's in there i would think about it sometimes in class instead of paying attention yeah i didn't have adhd so cool so ryan he's cleaning out this whole area because he still works at the college yeah and he mentions that they had to clean that room out and i was like okay what was in there he's like garbage there's <laughs> like tons of like broken chairs what like tons of trash and this was like the room that, like people speculated about like they, this is like they, nobody, they're doing meth up in that room into it yeah nobody had ever really like i thought about it but i don't know if it was like large speculation but it was just like it was just a room full of garbage yeah. it was just it was literally like people had just put a bunch of shit in it <laughs> and then pretended that there was a wall there and not a door no legit though <laughs> <laughs> No, it is. No, but legit. Like, I almost felt like my hallucination. What door? What are you talking about? There's no, no door. There's no fucking door. No. That's a wall. No. For, it's a poster. For legit, though, because the screen would come down and cover it, you would only see it when the screen would go up. So, And then the rest of it was just whiteboards. And so people would just, like, <laughs> pretend, I guess, that it was just like a wall. A shit show. Oh, it is. Oh, Webster is a complete fucking. No, the college that I went to, Webster University, is. It's garbage. It's clown shoes. It is. It is. Oh my! You, the biggest fucking pair you ever seen. I almost went there, and you. Uh, I it, actively discouraged two people did. from going, not you, going there. You did. I. Uh, I remember because, like, initially when I talked to you after I, I graduated, I encouraged people that I knew to drop out. Yeah. When I got my ACT scores, uh, when I decided to go back to school, yeah. get my GED and everything, I remember texting you, and I was like, "I'm gonna apply for colleges." And initially, you were like, "You should look into Webster." Yeah. And then I did. And then I got because I got the like, grants. Basically, yeah. they immediately called me and they were like, "Hey, we want you. We want you. You'd be great. You'd be great fit in our college. Yep. We want that money. I mean, we want you to join our." Yep. You know. So I I remember texting you like I got in at Webster and you're like, "Don't." <laughs> you like immediately like it was the quickest I think you ever fucking texted me back. Like it was instant. Like I don't know what you were doing, but I feel like you just stopped doing it, and you were like, "I need to tell them to, to not don't, go to Webster." Do not make that mistake. Do not make that error. <laughs> I made that error, and I regret it. Fucking like just your fucking car crashes. I was in the basement at the time. Your car somehow crashes in through the fucking basement wall. Yeah. Don't go to fucking Webster. It was uh, it was pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And I did not go to Webster. And uh, knowing all the stories, I did not. Pretty glad I didn't uh, waste my money at Webster. Yeah. Like I'm glad for the people that I met and like that I had that experience. And I'm sure like, you did get some, you know, some yeah, stuff out of it. That but it was just useful. such a huge waste of time yeah. and money. You could have probably got stuff. From I should have went college. to the community college and then transferred. That would have been smarter, but. Well, you didn't have anyone telling you to do that at the time. Yeah, no, there was a lot of pressure for me to just go. And also, the community college was going to make me take math. Yeah. And the, to be fair, like, we talked about this before. Yeah, the we The community did. college's math class is fucking hard. They're really hard. So hard. Yeah, but no, just closet full of garbage. Just so full just, of shit. Yeah, yeah, the school is just. Well, did we, did we talk about the screen burn-in on an episode? Do you want to tell that story? Yeah, so I guess, like, they had left during the pandemic so like the school has been basically it was closed like all of 2020 yeah they were they doing virtual or just yeah i think so yeah but like all the everything was like closed though and it's my understanding that some of the computer labs the screens were just kept on and you should okay let's let's just throw it out there you know we got we saw a picture of this yes and these were like expensive. Yeah, they're Mac. They're uh, they're Mac screens. Like like eight K monitors, yeah. right? Something like that. Yeah. Like really like 
like touchscreen monitor. New, they yeah. were built-in PCs, built all-in-one PCs. Yeah, they're like those Mac. Those, they're like the Mac all-in-ones. Yeah, yes, yeah. there you go. The Mac all-in-ones. They're super fun. They're like $3,000 computers. Yeah, maybe they're five very expensive. Grand. Yeah, they're very expensive. And uh, There's a lot of them, too. So many of them. Like a couple dozen, I think. Oh, yeah. There may be more. I can't remember. It's been it's, so long Because it's now. all the computer labs, right? Most of them upstairs, yeah. So they and all, they all had screen burning. Of the fucking logo. Yeah. The Webster logo. So, so even when yep. you just shut the monitor off. It's just there. Because, like, we saw a picture of that, too, and I thought the monitor was still on, and yep. it was just super dim. Yep. And it's like, oh, no, it's off. Yep. It's bad. They're basically paperweights now. They're useless, basically. Yeah. Like, it's... I think they were trying to, like, unburn them. Good There's luck. There's, like, software, I think, that they you bought can? to try to try yeah. to unburn it, but... But good yeah. luck, yeah. I don't know. I never heard the follow-up to that, but, yeah. yeah. What you can do is, I know there's a way to, like, make it recalibrate itself, too. Like, you can basically, you put, like... I don't know how to explain it, but it does something with the pixels... Okay. ...to try to reset them, basically. So I know you can do that with, like, LEDs and stuff. But I don't know how effective it actually is because I I certainly, yeah, I certainly have tried it before. Know. I have not. Yeah, I don't some, know. Someone could comment on one of the you know on the episode and be yeah. like, "Fucking well, actually, yeah." And if you do, please actually, do. We're happy to learn. Yeah, we're happy like, yeah. to learn shit. Yeah, I want to know. Yeah, I want to know. I I will admit that I am dumb in multiple fields. Yeah, so feel almost free all to of correct. them. I think yeah. for myself. <laughs> I understand. Um. Yeah. I don't think <sighs> this so. This school but, is know. just <sighs> can't have print versions of the newspaper but we can host the world's longest taco <laughs> that's right i forgot about the fucking world's i'm longest salty taco. about that oh, our art building doesn't meet fire codes we're gonna spend three million dollars to make a new business building because it's better for pr yeah they just they care about money yeah like no wonder the city hates you and won't let you expand which i'm really glad the city will not let them expand it's pretty funny that the city's just like yeah fuck you guys i always love shit like that when a when a business gets fucked by the community around it that's always pretty funny like I feel like Disneyland's pretty much the same. Like Anaheim will never let them grow because yeah. Anaheim fucking hates Disneyland, which for good reason. Uh, Disneyland is completely fucked. Anaheim. Yeah. Like traffic in Anaheim is fucking terrible, and it is directly because of Disneyland being there. Awful. Yeah, and the way they set up all their businesses too, it's all set up because of Disneyland. So like I'm sure that's also really frustrating for people. That would be frustrating. Yeah, because yeah. if you're not on the strip, you're fucked basically. Ugh. That yeah. is stupid. So we watched a movie this week. We did. So I was finally able to get my hands on a movie called Happiness. And it is by director Todd Solondz. I think is how you say his last name. S-O-L-O-N-D-Z as in zebra. Apologies if we get it wrong. Yeah. Adrian, what did you think about this movie. So, okay. I just need to preface this by saying this movie has uh, the biggest fucking balls. Huge balls. Biggest balls you ever seen. The risks, man. The risks they take. Definitely a risky movie. Well, it's unrated, right? Yes. As far as I know, it is unrated. I don't even know how to describe what this movie is about beyond the fact that it, it it's about a couple people, a couple different stories. It's about a family and the people that are surrounding them and how they're all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> It's about a pedophile. There's it's just a pedophile man. And y'all, like, nothing explicitly fucked is shown necessarily. Yeah, nothing fucked up is explicitly shown, but the way that things are portrayed is very risky. Yeah. Because, like, there is aspects of that movie that I feel like 
They could have released it nowadays. I guess uh, some spoilers. This movie is not easy to get a hold of. Like, I had to buy it on eBay for, like, a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Well, not like that. And it could have been a reprint. Like, someone reprinted themselves. I I don't think so. I think it's a legitimate copy. No, no, no. And it it works fine. Everything was fine with it. But, yeah, I I don't think it's, like, widely sold. I've, I've I've been looking for it for a while. And finally, a friend of mine was like, have you seen this yet? You really need to see this. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, 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 okay. And so I looked on eBay, and there was literally, like, one copy. And I was like, okay. Well, it's like uh, with Nail and I, right? Yeah. Yeah, with Nail and I, it's impossible. It's impossible to get a copy of it. I I have a problem getting the movie uh, The People vs. Larry Flint. Yeah, and that movie, you used to be able to get that fucking movie, I swear. Yes, I used to rent it from the school library all the time. Let me check with my dad. Yeah. My dad might own that fucking DVD. I guarantee he owns it. It is. But they're always like this, or like, you know, like the handmade films, which with Noel and I is one of those, but just like you can't get certain films. Uh, On the Wikipedia page with this movie, Happiness, it says, Controversy. The film was highly controversial for its heavy sexual themes, particularly its portrayal of pedophilia. The Sundance Film Festival refused to accept the film, alleging it to be too disagreeable. Cowards. <laughs> Fucking cowards. I can understand for the time when this came out, I don't think... When did the Catholic Church scandal break? Because I'm pretty sure that wasn't until the early 2000s. It was the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Like 2003, right? Yeah. Yeah, so at that time, this still was not something that people were really comfortable talking about. That's fair, I guess. Yeah, and... Because I do feel like this movie could be released nowadays, and it would be like an R People, yeah. Uh, I don't even know. My my issue. See, the only reason why I disagree is because ha- when the first the first victim is shown on the baseball field, and when Bill Maplewood's like looking at him, the way that that's framed is really sexy and it's really fucking weird. I do, agree and I think with that, that that's why I, I I do think it's that scene. I don't I don't think it's the climactic scene. I don't think it's the other like riskier scenes. I do think it has to do with that, and then the masturbation scene. Yeah. So you still think I would have a hard time getting rated nowadays? I think if you cut those two pieces out or if you film them differently or shortened well, them, I think then you, I think you could get an R. But yeah, I, I think, think even we, if you just adjusted that, the kid, the, the way the kids, because you were right, I honestly forgot about that, that yeah. it is framed really fucking weird. It, it's it's framed in a way that like, that's not how you should frame that situation, like, like I get, which is the point. I think it's supposed, I think it, I well, think Because you're that seeing he, it from his perspective. Yes, I, exactly. That is the point. that's how I took it. Yeah. But also, you got to be careful because people are fucking stupid. Exactly. That's the problem is that that is very risky to do because the problem is, is that film, since we well, know that, but other people who aren't mentally well might see that as a, a, I guess, like not not an encouragement or a promotion, but it might give them a subliminal or subconscious thing saying, oh, well, it's okay. But I know that the movie at the end does resolve that. Yeah, I'm just that's, saying. I get yeah, what you're saying. But I know how people are. Very touchy. Yeah, that's and, fair. And to be fair, it, it, it is a touchy subject and it should it be. Is, it's not it something is. that should be taken lightly. I, I, do, I do appreciate that the movie tries to tackle it. We can argue whether they do it successfully Definitely. or not. I think they. I think it does for it. It gives a different perspective, one that I don't think is uh, examined enough. Yeah, I think it's yeah, like huge spoilers, like in the climactic scene between Bill Maplewood and his son Billy, like him just being like, "I I can't do anything about this. Like I've tried. I can't. There's something wrong with me, and I can't stop myself." Like he's a psychiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. I had talked to a therapist about like this particular subject, not because they're like feelings that I have, but it is something I'm like that can't be pleasant when you know that it's something that is not okay and that you know that you're morally against it and yet you have it. Like 
that can't be a pleasant experience yeah. to live with. I imagine not. And uh, of course, my very naive, dumb, dumb heart is like, I want to feel bad for those people, but still, the thing that they that they that is the problem is disgusting and not great. But if if they uh, don't if they if they don't act on it, then yes, I feel great sympathy for them. Of course, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Of if they because I'm sure there are plenty. That's what I mean. Yeah. Of course, I'm not talking about once once action is put into action, it's nope, it's too yeah, late. So yeah, no, I, all empathy's gone oh, there. Because yeah, I agree. Because uh, <laughs> my solution. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, when no you, action's been taken. If you of can course. get them early enough, then fucking. Sorry, get them. certain things I think are just givens, and I do, I do forget that. No, you're good. Yeah. I, I am always very conscious of like. I gotta, I gotta say it out loud. Uh, no, and you're right. Yeah. I just, because uh, if you mm, don't, I got, fucking, we're gonna have people on fucking Twitter, fucking, yeah, they're pedophile, fucking yep. apologists. No, definitely we're gonna not. Be like Vosh, like Vosh, Vosh, getting accused of fucking that. But uh, no, no, where was I? Shit, fuck. Oh. Okay, the movie. So yeah, yeah, I guess scene just is. It's a very different take. I w- Well, okay. So yeah, we're spoiling it already. The, the scene where the fucking kid goes, he literally like asks him like, "Would you fuck?" What does he say? Like, yeah, oh yeah. So so the line is like the the son. The, he has an eleven old old son. Huge mother mother fucking major spoilers. But like, this, yeah, if you want to watch this movie, just go ahead. Yeah, and, like, skip ahead like a bit. the dad is like a, a serial kid fucker, and and the kid is like, "Well, would you would you fuck me?" And the dad says, "No, I jerk off instead." And it's just like. I just, I remember what, so when I watched it the first time, because I showed it to you a couple days later. Yeah. So I watched it the first time. I was like laying on my stomach, like watching the movie. And so when the boy comes in, and there's already been a lot of close calls between this father and this boy. I, I have been, I had to pause this movie repeatedly to like yell and scream and like like anguish because I was like, oh my God, what is happening? Like <laughs> There was a lot of times where I just had to like stand up. Yes. I was just like, what the fuck's happening? What's yeah. going on? Or what like, are they going like, to do? Slam your head down or your hand down on the on the bed and be like, what is going on? Well, you, there's so because the movie just because it just keeps going. every scene is a surprise. Yeah. And it builds. Yeah. Everything builds and builds and builds and builds. And if you've gets, seen Magnolia, it's like Magnolia, but weirder. Yeah. And it gets to this point where like everything just starts to crumble. And once it gets that point, it moves so quick. Yeah. That like it's just it's honestly amazing. I'm yes. not gonna lie. The pacing of the movie is really fucking good. Yeah. And so I remember like the, the boys coming in the room and the boys like, they're saying this stuff about you at school and he's like, Did you pedophile the kids? He doesn't say like that's not the line, but he's like, Did you pedophile the kids? And the dad says, Yes. I immediately like I'm laying on my stomach. I'm I immediately sit up. And I'm like hugging my legs and I'm just like watching it. And with every answer to every question, my face gets bigger and bigger and wider and wider. And I'm scooting away from the TV because I need to get away from this man on the TV as fast as I can. It's too too much. There is is so much happening in my brain. Like I'm so repulsed by the character on the screen. I am enthralled by the performance being given. I am electrified by the balls of the person who wrote it. I'm... I cannot fathom how all the people agreed to have their name on this project. And all these things are happening while I'm still having the feelings. I'm like, this person is horrible. This is awful. This is evoking horrible feelings. I don't like it. This is awful. And I'm like, this is a masterpiece because I'm going through like the entire cycle of emotions within watching this movie, which is why it's a good movie. Although there are a lot of sensitive, sensitive. We got to put a trigger warning on this about pedophilia. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Since that is like, you know. I have so it says October Films was the initial distributor of the film and even helped finance it. However, October Films owner 
uh, Seagram refused to release the movie and dropped it from the company. Good Machine ended up releasing the movie on their own, creating a new distribution arm, The Rating. Due to adult themes, Happiness received an NC-17 rating from the MPA that caused the film to be limited in distribution. The film also had difficulty in advertising. For that reason, Happiness surrendered its NC-17 rating and was instead released unrated. So you can surrender the rating. Yes, because then I think it's up to each individual chain uh, if they want to carry it or not. Because I think if it's an NC-17, like you just can't have a wide release. But if you because the film Bully had that problem. The MPAA gave it a, an R or a PG-13, and they wanted it to be a lesser rating so kids could go see. I think it got a PG-13 because of the violence, because um, the kids getting the shit beat out of them. Um, yeah. And they wanted a PG rating, and so they agreed to release it unrated so theater chains could then decide what their, what their threshold was. That makes sense. I think that's how it works, but I'm I'm open to being corrected, but that's my basic understanding of it, yeah, but I could be wrong. I never knew that. For some reason, I just always assumed you had to get a movie rated. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it yeah, the critical reception. So Robert E Robert E Oh my god, Robert Ebert. Roger Ebert. There we go. We got it. <laughs> I'm like rah, 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 rah. Rob do dab do. It's 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 the guy who looks like that guy. The guy who looks like that guy. Robert Dubadubadab. Well, they just handed me a phone with a blank screen, guys. So I don't even know if this guy exists. <laughs> yeah. Listen, for all I, I know, that guy, yeah, that, guy is, that guy could be nothing. It could be. It could I be mean, hey. So Roger, oh, fuck this dude, gave the film a four out of five, or a four out of four stars and rated it. I'm sorry. Did you say a four out of fucking four? Yeah. What fucking system is that? That was actually the most popular system. Yeah. I think Rolling Stone uses an out of four. I don't I don't know if I like that. That doesn't make it that doesn't jive with me. No, it's stupid, but whatever. I doesn't jive, guys. I did it doesn't <laughs> The vibe jive. is off. The vibe, the vibe is fucked. Is, like at least okay. I don't like the, the out of five system. The YMS scale is the YMS yeah, scale is like I don't like the out of five system, but yeah. I can at least like yeah. understand that more than a fucking out of four. How do you there's no middle. There's no we, just, we can move on, but just... Uh. He rated it number five of his top ten films of 98. In his review, he wrote, The depraved are only seeking what we all seek, but with a lack of ordinary moral vision. In a film that looks into the abyss of human despair, there is the horrifying suggestion that these characters may not be grotesque expectations, but may in fact be part of the mainstream of humanity. It is not a film for most people. It is certainly for adults only, but it shows that uh, Todd Salons, as a filmmaker who deserves attention, who hears the unhappiness in the air and seeks its sources. I know I just jokingly shit on Roger Ebert. But, uh, <laughs> You're like, is, I take it back. That is, well, I will say that is a good review. Yeah, I, it is. I would say that is a pretty good review. Oh, he's a very, yeah, I think that. I've been very... told he is a pretty good reviewer. My only issue with Roger Ebert, legitimately, because I, I don't really have an issue with him beyond like joking. Because uh, I do think it's weird that people like hold his his shit up so high, but I but I certainly feel that way about pretty much any like reviewer. I do feel like people hold like like criticism like critics' words like really highly when they don't need to, or like rating like they put a lot of stock yeah, in like I would agree with that. Shit. My issue with Roger Ebert is that he said that video games cannot be an art form and they never will be. And oh, I, I'm always going to have a little bit fair. of beef with him for that. Because it's that's like, fair. bro, you like film. And I mean, they he's used wrong. To, they used to say that shit about film. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is wrong. 100%. Yeah. Like he's wrong. So. 
I mean, I'm not going to say that video games have had their fucking Citizen Kane yet, because I they probably haven't, but they mm. will eventually. I mean, one might argue that Super Mario Brothers is the Citizen Kane, or Super Mario World, actually, because well, universally people like, like, people say of all time, like, Super game, Mario World. I World's. would say, and gameplay-wise, yes. I guess I, I guess I meant more like narratively. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But sure, but sure, no, sure. You, no, I would say like as far as like popularity gameplay wise, you're probably right. It, Super Mario World is one of the most universally popular games. Of yeah, all because time. so I would think so Citizen Kane is like a drama, which I would say is kind of like that's like your chicken. Like yeah. pretty much anybody can like a drama. There are people who True. like their niches in comedy, their niches in sci-fi, their niches in fantasy, but pretty much drama is usually involved in all of them. I want to say the top like three genres for books is like romance, like drama, then it's like fantasy sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. And so like I'm thinking then that like a platformer like Super Mario World is probably the chicken of video games. So ostensibly then that would make me think that Super Mario World equates to Citizen Kane. Like, Star Wars is probably one of the better sci-fi fantasy films, but it's not Citizen Kane. True. Not everybody can enjoy a Star Wars, but probably more people can sit down and enjoy a Citizen Kane. Although, maybe not anymore. But if you're just yeah. into film, I'm talking about on like the scale of just film and then just video games. True. And how you draw those lines. Not necessarily how a normie perceives them. True. Well, yeah, the people who are going to decide ultimately like what is the art form are going to be the people who are really into it. Exactly. Right? So I would say like Super Mario World, if you want to equate, would be. That I, would be the logic in my brain. I could be wrong. Th- I know the closest, uh, and I don't know anymore. This was a long time ago. The closest that we've had narratively was Half-Life 2, apparently. Oh, okay. Everyone says that is like... I've never played it. I've never beaten it. I've definitely played it. But I played it after it had already been out for a while. Yeah. And games have already changed a lot. Yeah. So it's hard for me to go back to it and really see. That's always my problem with playing like older games. That like people are like, oh, you like this. This came out when you were like a kid and you missed it. Maybe you like it. And my problem is now is that the game doesn't have much to offer besides nostalgia. Yeah. Like I, so. I like New Vegas, and I do think New Vegas can offer new audiences stuff, but you do got to get over the antiquated gameplay. Yeah. Because it is. It's antiquated as fuck. So it is really hard for me, someone who plays newer games, to fucking go back sometimes yeah. and play these older games. Perfect like, example fuck. is, like, I'm not going to go be like, you should play the 90s version of Zoo Tycoon. Yep. Like, no. Like, go buy a newer version of it, because you'll get more out of that now. Like, I only play the original one, because I have a nostalgia comfort with yeah, it, which yeah. is why I like it. And it, beyond that, honestly, like it's kind of a meh game it's like if you it was have, cool when it came out but if, if you have a new player and you have the option to play the original sims or sims 4 with all the all the shit play sims 4 oh of course you know like sims the, the original sims is great i wish they would make it, it available I, do too. I wish they would you know like fix it up yeah it. and release it i i'm sure they could i'm sure it would be hard but like you could re- i mean just fucking like how hard would it be to really to redo that game entirely like it couldn't be right. I don't. Th- I can't imagine. Yeah, it'd be very difficult. You update the graphics and shit. Yeah. You make it run on newer fucking hardware, but you make it just the same game. Just put all the expansions together. Yeah, and then boom, mm-hmm. you have a fucking. You have a release. You could charge thirty, forty bucks for it. I'd pay for it. Yeah, I'd fucking pay for all that shit. Oh shit, yeah. Uh, just to do it again. It was fun. Yeah. The, Sim, the original Sims is very basic, but it's like comforting basic. Yeah. Like Stardew Valley. It makes me think a lot of that. Yeah. Um, Sims 4 is great, but sometimes it can be a bit much. Yeah. There's a lot of shit going on. There is a lot of shit. Whereas Sims 1, there's like nothing going on. Yeah. It's, it's your pretty Sim, basic. It's your Sim in their house, 
and you're just buying new shit. And it shit. takes forever to gain skills. It does. Like 800 hours. You'll just be working forever. I don't yeah. think I ever even maxed any skills out of my fucking game. Probably bro. not. Very hard. Uh, I, I ended up fucking just... Just making my sim bummer. Once that hot date came out, I just liked going yeah. to the restaurants and shit because it was cool. Fair. So we were talking about happiness. We got off the track. Oh there. yeah, we did. But uh, it it is a very good f- film. Uh, it's got some some hot button, some hot topic issues we, portrayed in it. I believe we both rated it a ten out. Of oh, 10. it's a ten out of ten for me. Yeah, I I need to rewatch it again, but like I'm pretty comfortable in my ten out of ten rating. Um. Cinematography is fucking great. Everything, every shot is like really well crafted. It is. Yeah, it's a painting. Uh, The shadows, the lighting. Yeah. It's, it's, and even like this movie is really smart about how it utilizes music and sound. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll even say, like, we talked about this when we watched it, but the children actors are very clearly not super great, but the director does such a good job where, honestly, performances are I Yeah, I. the director is top-notch, I'm really going to honestly say. You can tell that the direction was very clear and concise. Yeah. Um, the guy who plays, uh, was it Bill? Bill, uh, Bill Maplewood, you're talking about the, you. that character? Yeah, the, the guy yeah. who plays Bill Maplewood. Uh, Dylan Baker is the name of the actor. Dylan Baker, he's amazing. Yeah. He and he's a great character it. actor. He does tons of stuff. You, so, you were compared him to the Margot Martindale. Yes, yeah, he's he's like the Margot Martindale of like uh, he's like the dude Margot Martindale basically. Yeah, where he's just like in tons of shit, and you're like, I know that guy. I kind of do. Yeah, I knew his face because yeah. like, that's that's the guy. That's exactly. the guy who has that middle management last looking face. Yes. On review aggregator on on review aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds an eighty two percent rating, uh, based on forty nine critic reviews, an average rating of seven point eight out of ten. Uh, the critical consensus states happiness is far from a cheerful viewing experience, but it's grimly humorous script and fearless performances produce a perversely moving search for humanity with an everyday depravity. And I would agree that that is a very apt way to describe Same. that movie. I would too. I do recommend if you guys get a chance to check it out, please, uh, please do. Uh, you can get it on eBay. It sounds like. Yes. And uh, yeah, man, get yourself a copy and just fucking watch it if you feel like you can be up to it because it is admittedly a heavy fucking movie. It is heavy yeah. subject matter. So if you're not into that shit, you know, maybe maybe pass maybe this steer one. clear. You have that. Maybe check but... Magnolia out instead. Yes, Magnolia's uh, deals with this particular subject matter a little softer. Yes, it's not as in your face. And keep in mind, like, I don't think this movie shows anything too harsh. Yeah, but. Yeah, there isn't anything graphic, but it does frame things in a very questionable... This movie will make you uncomfortable, and it is designed to be that way, but it is also an enjoyable experience if that's what you're looking for. Yes, agreed. Yeah. So check it out. 10 out of 10 for me, Lou. For sure. Yeah, 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. That's that's like our movie recommendation. Yeah, check that out, man. That's our movie rec of the week. Yes. So the last thing is we... Like, should this be like a section, like nostalgia bait? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we could we could we could call the it's whole like, second nostalgia debate. <laughs> like oh, like um Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And it's like <gasps> it's like a bunch of sounds like punches being thrown. It's like yeah. nostalgia bait. <laughs> there you go. Oh man, we need anybody to who's together. listening, just make that do that. Do that, please. <laughs> we will promote the shit. Yeah, out of we're not that talented, but you are. I but bet. you are. All you? of you are. You are. Y'all are wonderful people. Yes. Uh. Yeah. So. We were talking about Green Day because in a few episodes ago, we talked about how like I was obsessed with Green Day. So Your Green Day ass room. Yeah, so I have a hoodie that I use like when I like, have to do like outside shit or like I don't care if I get shit on the hoodie. Uh, it's I have this old Green Day hoodie. It's it the logo on it, and anyone who's a fan will know. It's in the old Iron Maiden 
typeface, but it says Green Day instead on the front of the hoodie. So I wore it to go move my boyfriend into his new apartment last weekend. And so his dad, so to preface this, so when I went over there for Christmas, I was wearing a tool shirt and his dad was like, tool, you like tool? And I was like, I do like tool. And he was like, I listen to their song Sober on YouTube all the time. And I'm like, I want to die. But that's why I said inside. <laughs> on the outside. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a great song. It's a good song. It's a good album. You should listen to the album. The album's real good. And um, Do you so, like that Tool Band? So I, of course, that's their website, actually, toolband.com. That's hilarious. Um, Because tool.com, ostensibly, was probably taken. <laughs> so I forget that Green Day's on this hoodie. Because I don't wear this, like, in public. Like, I do wear it in public, but I don't. It's don't a bum you, hoodie. You, you work out in it and shit, right? Yeah. So, like, I don't think about it because I don't want the public to think that I like this band and want to promote it. I have a weird thing about that. Anyway, so I'm wearing it. One day you're going to just pop, like, a fucking sticker over the Green Day logo? I might. Like, I might put gaff tape over it. I might do it. <laughs> just because I'm like, I don't want people to... I understand. I've thought about wearing it inside out You're outside. Like, I, I, I have. I don't want to be associated with this shit. Yeah. Well, also, okay, let's be honest. Not all of them, but uh, Green Day fans can be fucking annoying. So you mentioned that. So you mentioned that. So I'm wearing this hoodie, and I had been wearing it the entire time we had been, like, moving. But towards, like, the end, like, when I was grabbing some of the last few boxes, his dad just says, Green Day. That's another great band. And, like, inside, I'm like, don't. Just don't. It's not worth it. Don't go into it. Just don't do it. And I was like, well, let me play just the tip because that's how I like to do. And I said, oh, yeah. What uh, what do you like about him? Because I'm just like, all right, I'm not going to totally cut his balls off. Let's get he's like, he's like, oh, it's really enjoyable. That was the first concert I ever took the boys to. And so Ryan's coming out from behind me and I turn around and I'm like, you seen Green Day, did you? When did you go see him? And uh, they went for the American Idiot Tour. And I said, oh, I really, Hilarious. yeah, I re- I, re- I was like, oh, I wanted to go to that one, you know? And, um, and he's like, oh, they're great. And I'm like, yeah, I used to like them a lot when I was younger. I don't, I don't like them so much anymore. Uh, and he was like, he's like, oh man, I really enjoy them. And I'm like, I get it. And then I walked away. I just, that's like my little, like little tidbit green day story, but just like, <laughs> yeah, just, just a tip. I, it's it, one of the reasons why I don't want to wear the hoodie yeah. in public is because like, oh, I like Green Day. And I'm like, please don't talk to me. I used to be you and I don't want to be associated with I, you anymore. I, I do understand. No offense, but all well, the offense. Listen, I still like ICP. Yeah. Insane Clown Posse for anyone who's like, well, who the fuck is I? If you don't, if you've been living under a rock, you yeah. don't know who ICP is. Insane Clown Posse. They're the ones that you probably don't like. Uh, I used to be associated with that fan base. Yeah. And like, listen. I love their music, and I have a lot of friends who are juggalos who are great people. I am not shitting on the whole of the community, but I do not want to be associated with random juggalos outside because, A, most of the random juggalos I've met are annoying as shit. Yeah. And uh, also, people just look at you weird when you wear ICP merchandise. Yes. They look at you like you're going to steal something. Yes. Legitimately, I, when I used to wear ICP shirts, I would get fucking watched and followed around stores m- way more than I do when I'm wearing my Bad Religion hoodie, which has a giant fucking cross buster on it. Yeah. So I just I find that really funny to me. It's like, you guys are cool with me fucking not believing in Jesus, but like for some reason, believing in ICP makes me a thief. I bet. Okay. <laughs> Like, this is still weird to me, but okay. 
But yeah, I so I understand. You're at Green Day is my ICP. And funny enough, we got into them around the same fucking time, yeah, which is really my fun. my thing is it's just like I don't I don't wanna be people who like Green Day tend to be a bit more immature because their music doesn't challenge you and that type of music doesn't challenge you. And so I generally don't like being around when I went to go see him in twenty seventeen at the amphitheater, the people I was around, even people that I was older than were really immature. And it was just like, like I remember I was hanging out with this this mom and her daughter. The mom was like in her mid-40s and the daughter was like 19, I think. And I was, I would have been like 25 or 6 or something. Yeah, and that sounds right. And the daughter was acting just, or the mother was acting just like the daughter. And they were just, they were both getting shit-faced because the mom bought them both drinks. And they were getting shit-faced together and singing and just having a good time. And I just remember I'm like, I don't belong here anymore. It was right before I got into like Descendants and like the stuff I listen to now. Yeah. But it was just like I, I did. I had this. I had this really weird feeling for like that whole year after. Where I was like, I don't know what I should listen to. I don't know like, who I you, am. You officially were like, I've outgrown this. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah, we're gonna miss it. We missed it. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, no, I just uh, I don't know. And I spent like a couple years. Until I heard that Descendant song, it like turned me on this path. I remember I came over one day uh, to to this apartment. Actually, yep, that sounds all right. And uh, you were listening to like you had like a shuffle playlist going on. Yeah, because <clears throat> you had a Bad Religion song was playing at the time. And it was, was probably Twenty First Century Digital Boy because at that point I think that was like the only song I'd ever listened to. Possibly, that possibly. Right. And I'm like, are you listening? To punk fucking rock like music. Like real punk rock music. And I was like, maybe. I try not to. It was to... infected because we were listening to the Amelia playlist and infected was a part of the playlist. Oh, that's right. That's, that's what it was. Right. That's what it was. Because I'm like looking at my at my shit here. I, uh, I don't want to gatekeep. I really don't. I don't want to be one of those people. Yeah, no. Um, like we're not being for real for real, but these are like optical things that people should be aware of. Yes. Agreed. 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 Yeah. Because, like, I, I really realize, like, commenting more on Instagram, old punks suck. Like, not oh, all of yeah. them, but, like, goddamn, they're gatekeeping fuckers, man. Oh, my God. To the point where, like, if fucking Epitaph releases a band that is not a punk band, they lose their shit, and it's really obnoxious. I'm not going to lie. It's super fucking obnoxious. That's fair, yeah. I'm kind of like, I don't want to be associated with you. This is why people shit on punk rock music, because these old Gen Xers are assholes about it. Yeah. And it's like, God. But then you have other ones, though, that are just like, everything, everyone's welcome. Yes. Everything's here. Like, every, every, you know, what doesn't matter. Yep, yep, I agree. Yeah. And you got to have, you got to have know. something. I don't know, there's no nuance or you, anything. You need a middle ground yeah. somewhere between the two, man. Like, I don't want to gatekeep, but also you got to have some kind of standard. Yeah. To some degree, right? You would think. Like, the genre itself, at least, has a standard. Yeah. You can, I, I believe I you know. can be punk rock in spirit. Sure. Like Bruce Springsteen, fucking yeah, Devo. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen is... Devo's Devo punk as shit. Yeah, both of those bands. Yeah. I don't know if you should put them on Epitaph. No, but. not necessarily. Well, here's yeah. the I thing. I don't know, though. Epita- I don't know, though. I think Epitaph is say, just going to... I mean, Epitaph is going to do its own thing. Yeah. I think Epitaph has the right to sign whoever they sure, want. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Uh, That's their business. Yeah. I And I understand right now, because punk rock is not as big as it fucking used to be, yeah. they probably have to label Inclu- Yeah, of course. If they want to continue. It's like the idea of... Uh, 
Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Were you, oh, shit. I was gonna say the idea of whiteness, but I, I don't want to confuse those two things. No, together. no, no. I don't want to confuse those I two get things what you together because that's not yeah, what I mean. But yeah, yeah it's like right before I said, I was like, I don't want to conflate those two things because they're not the same thing. That's fair. But it is just like it's like that same thing of like, oh no, the numbers are dwindling. All right, we're gonna open up a little bit wider. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like for years, Green Day were sellouts. Now that the numbers are dwindling, it's like actually, if it wasn't for them, no one would know about us. And it's like, yeah, that's true, but also. Is it good that everybody knows about us? Yeah. It, is it good that it's been co-opted? Yeah, it hasn't done very good so far. Uh, it, the results have been less than to be desired, yeah. but I don't know. The best hope you have is for the next, like... I just... Their, uh, their, their music is, is a good gateway. I do implore people to go deeper. Yeah. I didn't for a while because I was afraid. Uh, that That's my thing, is if I think Green Day, in theory, could be a good springboard. Sure. The problem is, is it ends up not being, because then they get springboarded into bands like Good Charlotte. Yeah, Good Charlotte or, like, Weezer. Yeah, like, they get they get pulled What happens is people don't go deeper down their path. They just stay on the same level. Yeah. Because there's tons of bands. Most people only like, like, they maybe just, two dozen bands. They at just any, find you know. bands that sound kind of like Green Day. Yeah. And there's plenty of those out there. There's so many. Well, in the early 2000s especially, just, oh my God, yeah. so many fucking copycats. Like, good Charlotte. Simple Plan. I'm, I'm going to shit on all um, those bands directly because, like. I would even argue that Avril Lavigne. Oh, yeah. To a degree. She was just the, the, the female version I won't of it. lie, though. I won't lie. I would have to, like, NOFX and Bad Religion, I've noticed when I listen to them from time to time, I would have to check, like, you know chicken and egg type of thing but i'll be listening to them like jesus that sounds a lot like green day like the guitars specifically the guitar melodies specifically and i know that there's only so much you can do with your power chords and such yeah. but bad religions pretty much had that punk rock yeah that's sound fair. from the beginning that's fair um i i don't know who started that but descendants has also had that punk rock yeah it's it's a it's that melodic punk kind of thing yeah yeah i think that stuff's been around since before green day Sure, that's fair. So like, there Green are just Day, sometimes when I'll be listening to them and I'm like, God, that riff you just you could steal it. I off understand. The guitar. I do understand. Yeah, who knows, man? Dylan Baker did win Best Smell Lead on, at the Independent Spirit Awards. For Good, that he like just randomly, I'm like looking. It got nominated for Best Screenplay for Golden Globes. So I gotta ask you a yeah, question. Yeah, sorry, about Green so Day. random. Yeah, Green Day. You talked. You know, you did a lot of fan fiction. I did do. <laughs> Was it exclusively Green Day for a long time? Yeah, or? from like age 12. When did Harry Potter finish? Shit. We were in high school or were we out of high school? No, we weren't. It's 2007. Oh, the book series. Yeah, I, the, I books, the books. The books, the books. Sorry. So, I want to say the movie's So from 2004 until 2008, yeah, exclusive. Four years. And I graduated from Green Day fan fiction to Harry Potter fan fiction. And did you just do that for a while? Yeah, until I went to college. And then I had my first college class, and I had my first creative writing class in college, okay? Yeah. All right? And they were like, write a short story. I'm like, cool. And I sat down on my laptop at my desk. I opened up a Word document, and it suddenly occurred to me that I was about to spend $20,000 to get a writing degree, and I realized I'd never written a single word that wasn't fan fiction up until that point. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how to do everything I told everybody that I already know how to do. Well... And then I just sat there for about a decade, and only recently I've been like, okay, I can move on now. <laughs> I understand. Like, I mean, that's all I did was fan fiction to, to begin. Even that, let's be honest, that screenplay I wrote was just fan fiction. Sure, yeah. 
uh, it was a parody, I guess. Sure. But, like, parody's loose because it wasn't, my screenplay was not funny. Like, looking back, like, mine was humorless. So it was not even a parody at that point. It was mine, legit just fan fiction. So, and, like, I still have to take a picture of that footlocker, but, like, that footlocker, when I talk about yeah. that footlocker, like, when I graduated from the Green Day fanfic to the Harry Potter fanfic, I had moved from notebooks to Google Docs. So, because when I did the Green Day fan fiction. Yeah. So, when I did the Green Day fan fiction, I would just fill up notebooks. And here is the <laughs> thing. There's no, like, plot. There's no characters. There's no story. It is literally just a bunch of weird sexual vignettes in the same universe with the same people. Do you still have any of this? No, stuff? they are long Damn. gone. I ripped all of the bindings, like, the, the metal out of them, and I burned them all in a trash can oh, before I went to man. college. Yeah, they're all gone. Yeah, no, no, no. I almost, I, I almost wish you still had them. No, I, I gave you a link to the stuff that still exists. And I've read, yeah, yeah. I've read. So that's that's a, that is the cleaned up public version. But before that, it is just it is hardcore, <laughs> disgusting puberty thirteen year old girl fucking it. thinking about like orgies with like huge amounts of celebrities, just like just like disgusting, depraved <laughs> things. But like from the point of view of a very very horny pubescent thirteen year old AFAB individual, well, to be fair, like just rubbing my pussy on everything, thinking about them all the time, and just like scribbling voraciously, voraciously in a notebook. To be fair, isn't that how most fan fiction is born? Like let's. Be I mean, honest. yeah. If you check the internet, yeah. Like at this point, obviously, like a lot of fan fiction authors have gotten older. Yeah, they're like they're making it an art because yeah, they're like art a real art. Shit. Yeah. But uh, let let's fucking be honest. That's most fan. That's that's fan. That's the core heart of fan fiction. That's honestly that's what it's supposed to be for. My only problem is that I don't take other people's characters. I take people in real life, and I'm like, I'll just make a nasty self insert character <laughs> and just <laughs> make it horrific. You have mentioned uh, you're like the tears. I of do. Fan yeah. Fiction. Do you want me to go? Over the tears. I think I may have been like our fucking list one. So, so for anyone who doesn't know, <laughs> there are like four tiers of fanfic writers. Okay, so you have your very basic. Like, I'm gonna take another author's characters and I'm gonna play with them. I'm gonna make little universes. They're probably gonna fuck. It's gonna be a good time. All right, that's to, for most people. That's totally fine. Yeah, most people don't give a fuck basic about you. Fan fiction. So then you have another tier below. And that is uh, when you make self-insert characters or original characters to play in other universes. Some people are like, yeah, but that's becoming more acceptable seeing as how Quentin Tarantino has made it a professional yeah. art. Thank you, Quentin Tarantino. I guess you <laughs> piece of shit. Um, so most of the time, those are seen as fine. Those are seen as okay. Although, actually, technically, technically, uh, Quentin Tarantino does what I do, but we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah. Well, also, like, Stephanie Meyer did that. Yeah. Like, a lot of authors do that nowadays, and people are like, well, I like it because I can put myself in the character. I actually, I don't mind it in fan fiction, but in books, I hate when people do the blank character. It's yeah. not even a self-insert. I actually don't mind yeah, that. Yeah, just That's like fine. the totally blank canvas, so that way, yeah. That shit bothers no, me. No, fair. So then, so then underneath, so then you have a break. So then you have, like, you have, like, two sections up, two sections below, but there's, like, a line in between those two sections. Yeah. So then you have RPF, which is real people fiction, <laughs> which that's when, like, uh, so then that would be, like, me taking all of the members of Green Day and make them fuck each other. And don't get me wrong. I wrote plenty of that. Yeah. Um, so, okay. We should be, okay. And generally these are, like, oh, shipping, you know, like, stuff like that. I, I would say it. it it's more acceptable when they're a public figure like a celebrity. Yes, of course. Uh, but though people do do it with like YouTubers and stuff. Oh, yeah. And that does seem to be where like some people tend to have more of an issue. Because I've noticed Fair. that like with celebrities, people don't tend to give a shit. Yeah. 
Like, it's because the level of divorced you are. Yeah. Like, you can't interact with a celebrity on any kind of real level. No, but whereas a YouTuber, they tend to be more of a real there, person. There, there are not as many barriers to getting to know that person as there are a celebrity. Yeah. So, also, I think the other difference is, is a lot of the times when you're writing RPF, it's persona-based, not who the person really is, but YouTubers tend to give more of their personal lives to their viewers, so it can be a bit weirder yeah that's which fair. is fair yeah see now i i was like all oh, that shit's amateur hour i'm gonna make it real <laughs> risky and i write the most depraved of fan fiction or how i perceive it to be perceived by others and i'm like i'm gonna take real people in real life who are still alive and i'm gonna write nasty self-insert fan fiction about real life so you're like i'm not gonna write a it's story because my, it's because i grew up it's maladaptive day- daydreaming that i've just decided to take professional yeah <laughs> You're not, you're not writing stories about like Shakespeare fucking like Napoleon. Like, no, you're fucking. You're... But I might now that you said that. I would love to see an attempt at Shakespeare fucking fucking uh, Napoleon. Were I they alive at the same time? No, I'm pretty sure they weren't. So I gotta Maybe do time were. travel too. I mean, like, yeah. I have to learn about Doctor Who, and then I just make it a Doctor Who fanfic. Like I just, you're I just genius. throw all that. I just, I love how you just came to that like that. Like, yeah, you're like, I was you gotta have shortcuts. You gotta have shortcuts when you're gonna write porn. If you're gonna write porn shit, you gotta have shortcuts. Like you gotta have handy shortcuts. Like no, no one can literally, no one can. <laughs> I'm about to Donald Trump this shit. I think there are so few people who can take any scenario and they're like, I, there's two sexual elements. I can't figure out how they match. And I'm like, give me two seconds and a paperclip and I got you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's like I can't figure out how to fuck my boss like legally, and I'm like. I'll figure that shit out for you. Let me let me construct this narrative. It'll take about eighteen months in total, but I can get you what you You're want. You're like, this is my wheelhouse. Yeah, uh, I got. I can this do shit. this shit. I can do this shit. That's fucking. That's fair. It's a skill set. I, I don't know what I'm going to use it for, but it's a skill set. I'll be honest with you. I definitely did the self insert characters when I wrote fan fiction. Sure. Uh, but I only ever wrote like more basic. Like I always played in a universe that like like anime. I usually anime was my thing. Sure. I would write really fucking weird, like, Dragon Ball animes. Yeah. Or not Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z anime. I gotta be specific. It is not Dragon Ball anime. It's Dragon Ball Z anime. Because if I say Dragon Ball anime, and I mean Dragon Ball Z, the fucking fans will yeah. come with their fists. <laughs> but, uh, with their dragon fists. Yeah. Um, and, like, God, this is really embarrassing. I wrote, like, one or two Naruto fan fictions. <laughs> it's, it's, listen, it is so shameful to admit that you even watch Shame. Naruto. Shame. Because a lot of people do, but I'm be honest with you when you when people tell me they watch Naruto, I don't take them serious anymore. Like I'm 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 sorry, y'all. I'm one of those people. If Listen. you tell me you like Naruto, I I just immediately hey, assume you're your in good company, bad. man. I like a band. I wrote fan fiction about a band that is only second to like when you tell people they're your favorite band. Like the only one worse is Nirvana. <laughs> like when you tell people Green Day is my favorite band. They're just like, ugh. And I know because I'm on the other side of that now. But yeah. it's 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 the same thing as when you tell people Nirvana is your favorite band. You're like, yeah, right. But then I was like, you know what? What if I made a character where it's me but older and I'm fucking them? And that's a normal human behavior. And I'm just going to do that a lot in my adolescence. You filled up an entire, like, entire trunk, man. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, I'm actually two or three dozen five subject notebooks. It's amazing. I wish I still had. And now I'm like, Adrian, I wrote 3,000 words. It was so hard. It's like taking a fucking constipated pregnant shit. I was just, I, 
Because like I would ignore all of my, like when I got into middle school, I would completely ignore all of my schoolwork just to do that. I would do it constantly. I would get I would do my work, all of my work in school so sloppily just enough to get a good grade so I could get back to right. It was a straight up addiction. So I was so horny masturbating like two to six times a day and then just like writing this pornography. But don't worry, I was not mentally ill, did not have. Any problems? Have you told the story about how you got busted? Yeah. So in in a, I don't know if I have, but I'll tell it again anyway. I don't give a fuck. So <laughs> I was in a history class, and we were learning about Egypt or some shit. Was it seventh grade? Yeah, seventh grade. Miss Carson. So I was like, "Fuck this shit," and I'd already been warned in her. I'd already been warned in multiple classes to stop writing when the teacher is teaching, and I couldn't. So, uh, and so finally she's like, give it to me. And she took a glance at it and she's immediately like, you're going to the principal's office. <laughs> this, so she walked it up there. And this, so when you saw Superbad, I'm sorry to stop you, but when you saw Superbad, is it, were you just like, yes, That's me, I'm yes, the dick photo. Guy. Yes. 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 <laughs> Cause I related to that on a different level. I never drew anything like that, but like, I would think really dirty thoughts and then the teacher would like call on me and I would like panic. Because you're like, could they hear my thoughts? That was always what it was. Because the teacher, I'd be like thinking about someone fucking me (laughs) in the ass, like on my desk or something. Dude, I would think really fucked up shit in middle school. I would just think about everyone being naked randomly. So, so, I want you to think about being a teacher, a middle school teacher, like wanting to do that. Like, when I know people who are like, yeah, I want to be a seventh grade math teacher. And I will tell people, I'm like, oh, so you don't want your job to matter at all. (laughs) <laughs> and I remember I looked at, at this person that I was speaking to as one of Tyler's cousins. And I said, you do realize that only about three people out of your 120 students are paying attention at all. Most of them are thinking about fucking or getting fucked <laughs> by someone who will never touch them or acknowledge them. Or they're coping with bad shit that they're dealing with. Or they're just thinking about total nonsense. It's true. It's they're, so true. I said, on average, I said, at least seven kids in your class are going to have boners or their pussies are going to be so fucking wet. And you're supposed to teach fucking find X. You don't want your job to matter at all. Find X. Are you talking about my pussy? Like? It's pussy X. <laughs> Do I need to find Sometimes this? if you had a couple more X's. Let me, let me just, dude, I literally like. I got kind of lucky that I got suspended for the majority of seventh grade because <laughs> I was getting boners all the time in seventh grade. Like I, was, I could not concentrate on who the fuck Hotep was. No. I had to sweat because I don't know if you remember. I used to wear sweatpants a lot when I was Yeah, younger. yeah, yeah. And then the moment. Boner one day I probably just showed up and I jeans. was wearing jeans yeah. all the time. And it was because boners. A boner clock yeah. every hour. Yeah. Like just all the time because I'm constantly I thinking wish about it was fucking. just cool if you could just walk around with a boner, yeah. but it's not. I don't no. see the future where they that's going to be it's, acceptable, it's but it should be. It's fucked up because they make it like it's your problem, yeah. your fault. And it's like, dude, I can't handle I can't help I it. I can't control this. Well, you need to learn. Oh, well, fucking excuse me, oh. bitch. I'm sorry that your pussy can be wet and no one will know. It's not even that. Okay. I expect you to control it. Okay. Well, can I have a class on that then? Yeah. Can someone give me some guidance, some helpful tips? No, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about Cause, sex. Because here's my thing. And is, it's like. I'm not touching <sighs> it. I'm not playing with it. So I'm, I'm controlling it. If yeah. I'm not touching my boner. Yeah. If I'm not like whipping <laughs> it out and trying to fuck someone. Just, just, 
you know what I mean? You start jerking it as hard as possible. Yeah, like in public. Like as long as I'm not doing anything, no one should ever say anything about my boner. Yeah. I never want to fucking hear a word. Most people, let's be honest, I'm 30 now and I'm yeah. still big enough to where most people would never sure. come up to me and be like, how dare you have a boner? Because <laughs> I punched them in the face. Because I would be like, well, they sexually harassed me. They <laughs> talked about wanting to touch my boner. Yeah. So I punched them exactly. in the mouth. Uh, so... What were we talking? We got totally off base fucking, there. Uh, oh, I got caught. Yeah. I got caught writing porn in class. By Mr. Reeves, right? The principal? Yeah. That's a dead name. I mean, he doesn't matter. He's a principal at a fucking <laughs> Dead name school. the principal. Dead name the principal. <laughs> no. You, literally, you can look up Paul Reeves. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> I remember him just, I remember just going up and him having it. He literally opens it. He scans it. His eyes get so wide, he immediately closes it and sets it on his desk. He's like, I don't want. Any more reports that you're doing this in class. Do this when you're not in class. And he slid it across. And he's like, I don't want to see you again. Okay? And I was like, <laughs> okay. And I, t- I took it and ran away. He's and I was like, like, let's never talk about this. Please don't make eye contact. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Never did in class <laughs> again. <laughs> I was so sensitive to shaming. They like to have, like, and like now I think about, like, I'm, I wonder if he ever thinks about that. Like, I wonder if I, he has to have, like, encountered more fucked up shit, right? Oh, I'm Like, sure. as a middle school you principal. Cannot, I'm sorry, but you cannot like, be the only <laughs> fan fiction notebook that dude came across. And here's why, here's why I can tell you this for sure. Fucking Ed had the same thing. I uh, I dated a guy named Ed a long time ago. Yeah. It's a generic enough name. Sure. Uh, this dude Ed would write fan fiction, like really smutty yeah. fucking just like you, except <laughs> it was all anime. Of course. And uh, Ed turned like, I don't even think it was like a very, okay, here's what it was. Ed wrote two versions of a story. I remember now. Ed wrote two versions of a story, one to release online and one to turn into class. Oh, nice. And Ed turned into the, the wrong, wrong one. one. And uh, it was Mrs. Dwyer's class. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was a whole ass thing. So like, you were not the only one that happened in high school for Ed, though. So I don't know if that's. I feel like I remember hearing about that. Oh yeah. Because that was a fear that I had. Because I one of the reasons I never did that. Yeah. Anytime I'd write something for school, it was not anywhere near any of the nasty shit. I would never. Yeah, Yeah. I would never, never. I had a Footlocker for that short sort of thing. No, what's really crazy too is like my parents had to have known what I was doing, but they never said anything. Yeah. It was so weird because I got away with tons of sexual stuff as a kid. I feel like your parents just didn't want to acknowledge the sexual stuff. Honestly, yeah. I'm being super. Well, I mean, they they totally like brushed over the whole bisexual thing. Oh yeah. Well, 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 hold on, Lou. What? That's not what yeah. happened when you came out as bisexual. Uh, they wanted to put you on fucking birth control, <laughs> which can that's just we can go out on that. That's a great story. Do you want to fucking? Oh let's, yeah. Do you want to talk more a little about the Amelia stuff and fucking? We can go. Oh on no, that? we can always talk more about that later. Okay. Well, let's just say that Amelia is a character then. Yeah, Amelia. Amelia is a character that I've been working on, and I'm working on a fan fiction universe. I think that should be like its own episode, yeah. like us talking about fan fiction. Yeah. Yeah, because I like that's I like agree. a world. Yeah. So when I was about 15, I was in an argument with my parents. Mm-hmm. I had had some online relationships with it, which this is in the mid 2000s. So that's kind of that's kind of sketch. You're like, I wonder how old they were yeah so you know i i I got into my art an argument with my parents and like they said i don't remember what they said i was like yeah yeah and i was like well you know i'm bisexual right i like boys and girls so like you know because that's what i said you know like what are you gonna do about that like basically they like threw it in their face i did and everything stopped and my parents looked at each other and my dad is like well we got to get you on birth control 
and then the fight stopped, and we never talked about it again. I just... We, we didn't even have the birth control. I like get... vaginas. We got to get them on birth control Yeah, right they're going to get pregnant from the vaginas. The, the vaginas are definitely going to pop a baby. Dave, do you know how children work? Yeah. Were you there? Were you around? Yeah. No. I just... Is Dave your father? Do we know that for certain? I'm going to need a DNA test. I'm fucking shit. For real. DNA oh test. Oh, my God. Give us the test. Give us the test, Dave. Yeah. I just... There's just so many questions I have about the logic, if there was any there at all, of like why. Yeah. But. The, oh, I know why. Bisexuals are more promiscuous. Oh. My parents did not hear that I like pussies and dick. They heard I like to fuck. I like That's to what fuck my parents all the heard. Time. Yeah, because when you're bisexual, all you like to do is your your sexuality is fuck. You're not attracted to anything. You're just you're you're attracted to fuck. Well, when you have a vagina, I remember the the big thing that back then was like, well, people with vaginas are just using it to fuck for attention. Yeah. When when I was in college and with with my ex, that's what happened to me. I I became straight for a couple of years because I thought I was faking. I listened to the hype. Yep, I understand. Yeah. I fell into the hype a little bit, too, because I came out as bisexual yeah. initially. And then I was like, no, I'm actually gay. And now I've come full roundabout. And I'm like, actually, I'm pansexual. Oh, so no. I really am right where I was at from the beginning. Yep. I just think I, I don't know, got got in my head about it, I guess. Fucking who knows, man. Well, that's the opinions without a straight man for this week, everybody. Good night, y'all. Bye.